Okay, and we're back for another week of the Basically Brown podcast. I'm your host, Shakira. And I'm Stephanie. And we're here for another week, and we are really excited. So, (laughs) oh, we thank you all for your support. And also, if you have any ideas or you have any comments, questions, be sure to find us on Instagram at the basically brown no basically brown podcast and also you can email us at the basically brown podcast at gmail.com and also on twitter is basically to brown mm-hmm. so let's jump right in stephanie how yes. was your week yes i go first this week <laughs> you weren't expecting that were you <laughs> <laughs> um okay so Two things that, well, okay, I, I didn't do the yoga thing like I said I was going to do. It, it still hasn't happened yet, but one of these days, one of these days. Um, but you know what really grinds my gears? What? When I see elderly people at Publix or any place, I, I don't know if I said this before, but when I see older people carrying groceries for younger people and putting them in their car. Like, how lazy can you be? That's somebody's grandmother. That's somebody's parent. Like, how dare you? I just don't get it. It makes me mad. Like, I, I swear, I talked to my mom for, like, 20 minutes, and I was just ranting the whole time about seeing people doing that. <laughs> Quit being fucking lazy. Like, really? I really? mean... You need that much help putting your bags in your car, really? <laughs> but you got to solicit an old... And you're not tipping them because they don't take tips. So somebody's 70-year-old grandpa is out there putting groceries in your in your little mini Cooper, your Prius, and you stand there and have a small talk with them. It makes me so upset because those people shouldn't be working anyway in their older years. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I, that was, yeah, that's a good point. Like, at that age, why are they working? But Yeah, and granted, some people like it, like, Oh, I don't, I don't think I told you. So I went, when I went to Publix, this, uh, cause I normally go to Kroger's, but I went there and I pushed my card up and everything. I start putting my stuff on the belt and the man said, um, he said, no, ma'am, I'll do that. I said, no, I got it. He's like, no, no, you're in Publix. You matter here. (laughs) (laughs) My soul. (laughs) Not you matter here. I walked out like I mattered. Like my head was held up higher. My back was straighter. <laughs> I can't. I felt like I mattered because Kroger would never. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh gosh. But good week. I'm ready. Um, good week. Good vibes. How was your week, Shakira? Um. Okay. So. My week has been all right. I'm actually like, I don't know. I just feel like I need a vacation. But anyways, so I've been having a pretty good week. And then yesterday I was minding my merry little business and went into McDonald's and got like ordered some fries. So all of a sudden, like I start hearing this noise and I'm like, is that my car? And the lady at the window was looking at me like, I don't really know, lady, give me the money so you can go on about your way. 
but I'm still over here like, <laughs> is that my car? And I turned it off, and I was like, oh, that is my car. And the lady's still waiting for the money. I'm like, oh, oh I'm sorry. So I paid her. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then I I turned it off, and then I turned it back on, and. I'm like, okay, that was weird. It stopped. So I'm driving, like, mm-hmm. to, to get my fries. Then I noticed I can't turn my steering wheel. Like, it is the hard. I'm using my little muscles to turn the steering wheel. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So I'm call, I am call my friend, and he's like, it's probably just power steering. Okay. So I took it to the shop. Like, my cousin has a shop. And I took it to the shop, and they were like, oh, well, you have electric steering, and you actually just have to go back to the dealer. What? What is electric steering? I don't know. Like, I guess you can't just put oil in the car and it go. You got to do some special stuff. Well, that's good to know now. Like, if you were on the highway or something, like, that's scary. Yeah. I was literally, like, in the drive through just chilling like I wasn't even driving at that time which was which I'm thankful for but yeah yeah, that uh, is good. yeah. but that I mean that kind of just put a damper on my week but yeah it's been all right won't complain it could be worse right on hey I got something that'll make you feel better because I told you I had what? two things to tell you this week so the first was my little rant. And number two, I finally learned how to control, like, eating the foods that I want and not having to go to the bathroom at work. <laughs> I'm so serious. I learned how to trick my body. I need that. <laughs> I'm serious. So what I do in the morning, because I love jalapenos and, like, cheese and all that stuff. So in the morning... When I'm after I make my breakfast and everything and I get to work before I eat it, I drink a whole glass of water and then I take a Pepto Bismol tablet. <laughs> and I eat and I take that and then I can eat whatever I want till I can make it home. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours I'm winning. I can't. Oh, no I fear. can't. So funny. <laughs> But it's, it's true if you ever, you know, if you, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephanie, do you have a brown bus? I do. Um, everybody in, who's anybody knows that I'm a wine lover. And, um, so that brought me to Bertoni Faustin, who is outside of Portland, Oregon, and he manages the Abbey Creek Vineyard. Now, uh, this vineyard is brown-owned and originally produced grapes for local wineries around, um, but Bertoni actually married into the winery family. And he convinced his in-laws to let him make his own wine on site. And now, to this day, he maintains the plants himself and the vines. And 
He is considered to be Oregon's first recorded black winemaker. Oh, wow. Yes. And I think that is pretty good and cool. Um, because one, you got to finesse, you finessed your in-laws into saying, no, stop giving your, these grapes that you have to these local wineries. Let's keep it in-house and do something with those grapes. I think that's pretty cool. Right. So. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Okay. His info will be available down below or in this episode. I said down below like we were on Instagram, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Shakira? All right. So my brown boss is the brown yoga instructor that I told you about last week that she's slick, like... But anyways... The naked lady? (laughs) She wears clothes, but she also practices naked yoga, yes. Um, She is pretty much based in Nashville. She's from Memphis, I believe. Um, But her, you can find her on Instagram. It is I am Renee Watkins. She's actually a traveling yoga instructor. So she also has all of her dates and where where she'll be um, with with her bookings. Um, And you can find her and her info at link tr.ee and that information will be posted in this episode as well so you should probably check her out and I actually looked at her because you did tag me in it and she excuse me her her body is awesome and her like the way she can contort is amazing I would she's somebody I'd like to talk to about confidence because I mean even though she doesn't show anything I would still be, me personally, I would be so insecure to post myself with no clothes. I feel you. For the, like, for everybody. But, I mean, it's cool, like, hell, she's, uh, like you said, she's doing traveling and she's got dates. I don't have dates. The only dates I have is, <laughs> is um, with my job, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah, all right. Uh, so moving right along, we are brown bag talking. So, for our brown bag topic, um, we have August Elsina and Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, so a little background information. I guess Will and Jada allegedly have an open relationship, but it's not open like their sides. Uh, sounds really bad. It's not open to the public eye. Um, mm-hmm. So Jada supposedly has been a good friend to August and she helped him with his addiction to drugs um, and got him sober. Apparently that she's the reason why a big reason why he's sober. Um, and allegedly the two had gotten intimate and Jada was flying them to Dubai, bought him cars, jewelry. They were spending holidays together. There's, there was pictures all over their Instagrams and you could see like their holidays that they spent together. Um, but I guess apparently August Elsina 
got too attached and he wanted to he wanted more from the relationship and Jada was like no um so they did end up breaking it off I think it was sometime last year maybe November um Mm -hmm. and I guess the story has resurfaced but it also brings up a lot of good points um and things to think about just in general um so my first question for you is, if you have an open relationship, do you think it's because you aren't completely satisfied with the person you're with? Um, no, I don't necessarily think it's not. It's because I'm not completely satisfied. I think it's more just the whole quote unquote doing me thing. Um, because when you're in a relationship, you don't have a boss, but you still have somebody that you you feel obligated to answer to, like to explain yourself to, not in a bossing way, but just in a let me be considerate to your feelings way versus being in an open relationship, I feel I'd have more control and I feel I'd feel more liberated to be free and just do me like when we together we together when we not we're not and I I think that's why in my opinion people choose to do open relationships because you you can experience a person without feeling like you're having to give them a piece of yourself Mm. that's a good perspective well thanks what about you what do you think uh well before you said that I probably would have said like yes they're not completely happy with that person but maybe like you said maybe they're not just happy with the the traditional sense of being together with someone like not in a committed fashion maybe just there's just a reason why they I feel like I would I don't want to be confined to one person like I just want to like you said experience other people so yes if if you're in today's world maybe why not just be single well I guess you could, but I think the problem with discussing open relationships is that people automatically assume you're talking about the bedroom, and that's not necessarily true. I think it's more, um, I was thinking soul ties, but that's not what I'm trying to say. It's more of, you know, you love a piece of everybody. Because nobody, you can't completely be satisfied with one person. Because nobody's perfect. So there's going to be something. And you don't want to say that you necessarily settle. But in a sense, we do. Because we do. Because there's pieces like, okay, you know, 
yeah, I, you know, I really love him. I love this for that, him for that. But then, oh, this is this this person has yeah. the, hum- the humor, and then this person has the yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. And I, we, uh, how many times have you said in your head, like, man, if I could just put all these people together and make one person? Yeah, we should all be in open relationships. <laughs> no, I feel you completely because, like. Sometimes I feel like I, like, just like you said, like, I go to different people for different things. Like, I might come to you because you're funny. I might come to you because, like, you're comforting or you're uplifting. Like, it's not necessarily sexual, but it could be the conversation. It could be the mental stimulation or whatever. But then my question to you is, do you think that opens the door for feelings to grow and for it to become sexual? I don't, I don't necessarily believe that sex leads to feelings. I but think feelings leads to sex. Not necessarily. You can, you can have attraction to someone in a non-sexual way. Um, you may really enjoy their mind and their way of thinking, but you wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. But that's the... <laughs> but you crave their intellect, so you're gravitating towards them without the sex. Um, in my opinion, Will and Jade are just weird people. And they've always been weird people. Ever since I heard about the whole they have an open marriage thing. You know, she's been weird to me since um, I saw this new was it a meme? It was something on Facebook and it was them walking on the beach and she's like, I walked to the, the his left side because if an enemy comes, she can attack the enemy. And it was just, do you remember that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. I think I remember it vaguely, yes. Yeah. Hold on. I, yeah, stand behind your man. She walks three steps behind him. Sorry, I didn't oh, have yeah, that. I remember that. And I thought that was weird. Like, why? I think, oh, I'm tired of thinking. They, (laughs) (laughs) they have, in my opinion, they have an open relationship, but they disguise it as something, some type of spiritual bond. (laughs) Seriously. Like, come on now. She told, she did an interview and it was posted on up. Uh, she told the Huffington Post that she's always told Will, you can do whatever you want as long as you can look yourself in the mirror and be okay. Now, how many people do you know that have no problem <laughs> man, taking off what? that red that ring? Man, conscious take it off. Like, yeah, I'm finna go get me a little hot tamale. I still got it. Remember that one time we were at Applebee's? Yeah, <laughs> that's the exact thing I was thinking about. That's so funny. Okay, we were at Applebee's this one time, and we were sitting at the bar, and this guy clearly had on a ring. But then, like, when he turned to talk to us, he, like, I don't know when it came off his finger, but that ring was gone. Bare knuckle. And that's so sad. Like, 
Just don't. Just, just. I just. I don't know. I feel like this is why I have. Do you think like, since they have an open relationship, but they want their side sides to be more discreet, is staying together for the money or the public approval or whatever benefits better than being happy and supposedly in love? Like, I guess there's some rumors that says like they get together for events and take pictures and sometimes vacations like the kids know about everything they do like will has his woman jada has her people her man or whatever goes on but why do people why do you why is it so hard to break that and my mom actually just asked me this today um why do you think it's so hard to break that facade and just say, like, you know what? I don't care about the money. I'd rather just be happy and do this. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with failure and public failure and people being able to cast their opinions on something that's not even their business but people looking at you and basically shaming you for your failures so it's better to fail in private than to make it public so you smile for the cameras and then at the end of the day do your own thing I feel like I mean because like I feel like it's I'm staying together for the kids type of thing. That could that's true too. But they're old, aren't their kids like uh, grown? I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like you know how like people just stay together just for the sake of something else, but they they aren't really happy in the relationship. I don't know. Yeah, and that's sad. Maybe they are. I was listening to um to another podcast yesterday, and. I can't remember. I cannot remember the woman's name, but she was saying how she had got divorced. Her daughter was seven months old, and as her daughter grew, and they divorced, you know, they had divorced and everything. She told her, "It's better that you have two parents to love you and that are happy apart than two parents miserable together," or something to that effect. And that's true. Like. As long as the United Front is there for the to show, hey, we're still a family, we both still have you, I don't see a point in staying with somebody that you're not happy with just for the sake of the money or for the approval of others. And, you know, nobody, no, nobody gets divorced in our family and all this stuff like that. Eh, no, well, it starts here. How about that? I would. I couldn't stay. I don't know with somebody and not be happy. I feel you. And the money thing. Get a prenup, even if you got <laughs> two cents in your bank account. Ain't nobody taking my two cents. You ain't even getting half. You're not getting one cent. I feel that. Uh, not this kind of makes me think about not saying that they have an open relationship, but the whole Aisha Curry thing where. 
they I guess she was feeling a little insecure that guys don't kind of look at her. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, first off, everybody's petty on social media. I saw the um the meme of Sandy Cheeks when she's <laughs> Did you see that one where she was at the gas station? No. Oh. Did you see the one about Martin? I seen the one where the one that I thought was really funny was like it's like a his team huddling, Steph Curry's team huddling, and it's like, hey bro, when she walk in, I want you to be like, damn, she fine girl. That yeah, I saw that one. That's petty. Like <laughs> I I get it. Every woman wants to still feel like she still has it. She's married with three kids. She's been married for I don't know how long, but I mean, she's only 30 years old, so still relatively young. So you're married with three kids, and yeah, he gets a lot of attention from these women throwing themselves at him. I I, I don't know. I feel it. Like, every woman wants to feel sexy. I, I feel both sides. Like, yeah, I feel that, but then it's like, okay... I want my, I want, I do want my man to like be thirsty for me, like a groupie. Oh, if if I need that type of attention, or I want somebody like maybe he needs to up it a little bit or something. Like I feel like I should crave that attention from the person I'm with. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I like I said, I get the other side, but I get the, I get both sides of it. Like. I should crave attention from my man. I mean, I know I still got it. Yeah, it is a little confidence boost to know, like, I don't know, but I guess that her status, like, ain't no guy gonna disrespect Steph Curry, like. <laughs> yeah, that that's the the big thing for me. And she never, you know, she never said that Steph doesn't show her that she's beautiful and all this stuff. But think about think about it like this: you're in a relationship. And it's a hot summer day and you're looking cute in your summer dress and your heels and thinking you're the baddest thing. So you pump you pump gas at the at the pump or whatever and you walk into the gas station and this dude standing outside and they're just sitting there chopping it up, not paying you no mind. How you gonna feel? You in a relationship, so your man should still be showing you attention, but you still want to know you're you you are all that in the bag of chips, like. I mean, yeah, I get that, but again, like, one, if I'm wearing that, clearly I'm looking for some attention. No, so, don't do that. Don't do that. So if it's hot outside and you wear heels, <laughs> no. If you but if you, you like you said you try to pump pump heels all sexy and like you looking for you looking at a guy to give you some attention and they not like. I didn't say nothing about you pumping pumping gas sexy. How do you pump sexy gas? In your heels. <laughs> you never pump gas in heels? No. I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel like <laughs> You've done it in some wedges or something. I, I might have. I, I guess. Okay. Scratch it. Okay. Scratch all that. Think about how you feel when you're going to you're going to a store or something, and you know when you're looking like when you're feeling put together and you're looking your best, and everybody in their everybody and their daddy want to hold the door open for you so you can walk in the, walk in. 
but when you're wearing a sweater and your hair ain't combed and you're on <laughs> snow boots and you're just running in somewhere real quick, nobody holds the door. The door smacks you in the face. I feel you. <laughs> I do feel that. Like, you do... I shouldn't say, like, you just crave the male attention, but you do You do want to turn up some heads. You, it makes you feel good. Yeah. But I, like I said, like, I also get the other side where it's like, you shouldn't be looking for the outside approval. So I get both uh, sides. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a hard. And then, like I said, her status again makes it even more just for her. I mean, for us, it's like. Guys should still look at us. But for her, like. Stefan killed nobody. So nobody's going to dislike him and disres- want to disrespect him. Right. Yeah, I. If anything, for her not feeling like she's getting the attention because she's beautiful, right? Um, I think ninety ninety eight percent of it is respect for Steph. Right. I mean, if she really like wanted some male attention, all she had to do was put on a bathing suit, and yeah. people would go crazy. Like, I mean, just saying. Eh. I feel like I feel like if you okay, how if you put up a picture on Instagram of a bathing suit, whether you in a granny dress, which one is gonna get you more attention? Man. Like it, it depends on if you really want that attention. Like I don't know, I rock a mean granny dress. <laughs> but <laughs> that two piece gonna give me a couple more likes. Man, I'm getting fat these days. Somebody asked my mom if I was pregnant. So I don't think I need to put this swimsuit on. <gasps> oh, I can't. Yeah. That was so sad. I'm um, sorry. So let me let me jump in on you. Um so uh Sierra and Russell Wilson um, versus, well, what do you think about their love? I think they're corny, and I think they're cheesy, and he's not attractive to me. Uh, But that's not my husband, so I guess it's okay. I think, I mean... Like you said, Sierra and, R- and Russell, from her, from her going to future and Bow Wow to like a more mature type of guy. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, like, and that kind of brings me back to like Will and Jada's open relationship. But Jada really loves like Tupac. Like she really loves like those type of guys. So, so if you're attracted, I mean, if you're attracted to a certain type of guy, do you think, like, they're truly happy? I mean, I don't know about Sierra and Russell. I mean, is it just, I know this is what type of love I need and the type of support I need, and I can't get it from this type of person? So I, so I just, I'm going to be, I'm just going to say I'm okay. Does your attraction change? Like you just learn to 
Like learn to love? Like learn to love that person or try and change what you're attracted to? I don't I don't necessarily think it's um changing what you're attracted to. I think it's like you like you were saying um what's going to be best for you cuz you know every I guess what they say everything that glitters isn't gold type thing. And I mean look at her now she's happy and whatnot and he's a great partner or whatever for her but um I don't know I don't I don't know Bow Wow and Future aren't really you know that's like that I'm just I don't know what the hell I want and I'm just doing some things I mean come on Bow Wow she might have really loved to Mm. I don't know and then Future has like what six kids and some baby mamas. <laughs> oh boy! Like I don't know. Everybody's saying she said a prayer, and at the end of the day, God's gonna give you what you want. Well, what's what's best for you? Indeed. And I mean, even if that's what she liked, Sierra was never really that that thug love person in my opinion um I don't really know Jada like that except for I don't know her outside of the role she plays but I love Red Table Talk and I think her and Will fit better than what her and Tupac would have fit if Tupac was still here I feel you uh, because you do, I feel you. Yeah, I don't see Tupac, uh, her telling Tupac, you know, you can just look yourself in the mirror when you get home. Can you look yourself in the mirror? I don't see that. And I just don't see it. I feel it. So I guess to answer your question, if you're if you were attracted to a type, can you be truly happy with a different type? I think yes, because you evolve. Eventually, she was going to grow older and tired of dealing with Bow Wow lying about private jets and future and baby mama drama. And, you know, she needed a grown man, even though, even though Russell's younger than her. I was surprised to find that out. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I don't know. Either one of them are. Okay. He's he's younger. I think he's like 25. I'm going to look I think so. I think so. I know Sierra's, uh-huh. I know Sierra's in her 30s. Dang. I know that. I'm going to Google it. Oh, wait. No, he's 30. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Okay, and she's maybe 33, maybe 33. How old is year? Yeah, she's 33. Did you watch the, uh, did you see the pictures of the Met Gala? This is totally off topic, I'm sorry. I was looking on the shade room. Yeah, I did too. I, um, 
if I was a celebrity, I don't think I would, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, they're so over the top and just doing a whole bunch of crazy things. And people, people bash Kylie and uh, Kendall Jenner. I actually thought they looked pretty good. I mean, I didn't see anything really wrong with it until they put up the white chicks meme next to it. Yeah, that was just petty. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of, I kind of like them, but um, yeah. I didn't see anything wrong. But yeah, like you said, somewhere over the top. Who was that Lady Gaga that did a whole performance? Yeah, and then Katy Perry uh, came as a chandelier and then a cheeseburger. Like, yeah. right. and somebody came with hats. Um. Janelle Monet, I think. Uh, she had the her like her tit was like winking or something. Yeah, 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 that was her. She always, I don't know. Um, it's the Matt Gallus. Everybody was doing the most. So, I was sad that Beyonce and Rihanna didn't go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Sorry, back on topic. So what do you think? What do you think? Do you think they had a relationship? Like, I I mean, from the pictures and from the song that he leaked, like that definitely had something that was a little more than friends. Whether they were um, sexually intimate or not, like they did spend. I did I did see that they spent a lot of time together. Um, so, and apparently, I guess, I don't know if Jada was upset that he was kind of moving on, mm. but it's kind of like, I don't understand why people get upset when their side person gets another person. Because, like, being being a side is like you being a model employee at your job for all these years, and then one day you just say, look, I'm handing my two-week notice. I found another job. And you just get hit with a ton of bricks. Like, what? Like, I was your job. You were working on me. Like, that's how it is. Yes, you're supposed to be loyal. Because you know your position. You know what it is. But what if I finally want someone to put me first? Nah. Nah. It doesn't <laughs> work like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. But do you think, like, with August being addicted to drugs and his mental health issues, do you think her going in to, I don't know, maybe save the day was while she knew that, like, he was vulnerable, do you think, like, she, he was maybe taken advantage of, or do you just think maybe it went a little too far? If it happened, I think it just went too far. Um, I can't see somebody, and people are predators, so in my opinion, I can't see her taking advantage of him while he's down or maybe you know what even better I feel like she was maybe doing going above and beyond to show him that he was loved and cared about and be a good friend and maybe he took it as more okay 
But then, I'm sorry, I saw where that, 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 uh, darn it, that song he made, and I was looking on ebony.com, and it was showing how he was texting, I get Corinne, which is Jada, because that's her middle name. Yeah, uh, yeah. Texting her, and maybe hinting to some sexual acts that happened between them. But at the end of the day, I think that she was just an an older woman trying to help out somebody, went too far, and he caught, he developed emotions that she didn't reciprocate. I feel that. Yeah, because they, well, you said they followed, they unfollowed him on social media and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to hear her address that, though. Yeah. Um. But he's like her kid's age. I don't. Yeah, and I think that, that Willow was pretending that he was seeing her for a while to try and cover it up. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Now you threw a wedge in my thoughts. But then Willow would be betraying her dad, would she not? They have an open relationship. <sighs> You're right. You... See, this is why I don't have open relationships. <laughs> I'm not built for it tough. Man, what? <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. So, uh... Okay. Wait. You didn't tell me why you... Um, so what did you think about... Why do you think people get upset about being sides? You never said. Oh, um... I, I mean, I don't know. You can't... I, I feel like, like you said, it's kind of like a, you're supposed to be on call and dedicated to me type of thing. And what do you mean you about to go mess with someone else? It's like, I think it's kind of like just a possession and pride type of thing. Because you know you'll never leave your main. Right. But, but there is something about that person that you do want to keep around. And now you're upset that they're not on call for you anymore. I think that's kind of what it is yeah god forbid you find love yeah you're supposed to to love my dirty jobs (laughs) hey that's like that's that's just the it'd be like that sometimes yeah (laughs) all right um so if we could kind of wrap it up a little bit for this segment do you think we get into situations and already know what the end will be? Um, like I, I'm sorry, like August becoming attached, but knowing Jade is married to Will, vice versa. Jada knowing she'll never leave. It it depends. Like I think people need to have clear intentions. If we don't have clear intentions where it's like, hey, you are really my friend and these are the boundaries, 
then no, I'll say like we didn't get into the situation and already know what the end result would be because we planned for something else. But if you get into a situation and you kind of already know, like, you know, you feel that attraction, that it would go further than a friend, then yes, because you already have these feelings that you want more, that, that you like them more on a further than a friend level. And, but you also know, like, you you not supposed to quote unquote because they're married or they're taken or whatever whatever for that situation. So I think yes from that perspective because it's like we know we can't take it too far, but we haven't really established any clear boundaries or what our intentions are. That was yeah. I can agree with I can agree with that. Like, if she would have came in and said, like, oh, I intentionally want to help you get off of drugs, like, that would have been her thing. And I don't think it would have went too far. Like, like you said, you can be mentally attracted to someone, but you wouldn't touch them at all. Mm-hmm. So. Very true. And I... We, we do get into situations... Not necessarily maybe knowing what it'll be, but having a a pretty strong idea. Yeah. So you're right. As long as things are, you know, you draw a line in the sandbox and say, hey, okay, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be. I'm going to help you do this. I'm going to help you do that. You You know I'm married. You know I'm in a relationship. Um. Even to put yourself in that situation, like, for you two to be in intimate settings, I mean, I understand, like, it depends. If you're if you're in an intimate setting and you're a professional, like, therapist, that's different. But you're just, quote, unquote, being a good friend and spiritually marrying this person. So I don't, I don't really. Well, we got to look at it like this, too. Um I've said this before, not on here, but it's like when you get into a fight, if you're dating somebody and then you start texting the woman or, you know, the, I'm coming to you as a woman messages that you get on Facebook, yeah, that type of BS, you know, it's not the outside person's job to respect your relationship. So, again, if you set the clear intentions and the clear stipulations, this is what it's going to be, nothing more, nothing less, regardless of what kind of setting you're in. If you are in a relationship with a person and you know what is and what isn't going to fly, it shouldn't matter what the, the other person is thinking or wanting or feeling. Because you've established that and you've established uh, respect for your relationship. Now, whether they respect you and keep them hands to themselves or, excuse me, or look, look from afar and think, damn, that's another story. But you, it starts with you. 
That's why I never get women getting the fights over over men. It makes me so sad. In a way, I kind of do feel like the outside person like should respect the relationship, or because it's like I do know this man has another woman, but I don't care. Yeah. So when you get in a relationship with another man and another woman does that to you, like I don't think we should be doing that to each other. Like, well, no, we sh- we shouldn't. I'm not. I'm not saying go out there and steal somebody's man, but I'm saying. <laughs> It's not my job to to tell your man how to respect you and how to respect your relationship. That's not my job. Because a lot of times you don't know what what's being said to that woman. You sure. know, how many times not not you per se, but how many times have you heard stories of women in relationships with men? And, oh, no, that's my crazy ex. She, you know, she just be texting and calling, you know, making people sound crazy. And you're telling her that you're you're crazy. So now right. you two women ready to fight over this bum. And he just don't respect you. Or she don't respect you. Or whoever. Right. So, I mean, I these days, maybe back in the day, it would be a different story. But these days, not, like, I don't know, but I'm not gonna go up to nobody and be a detective and try to find out if y'all are dating either. That's not my place. <laughs> I wouldn't do all of that, but I do feel like I'm gonna try and leave people that are attached to other people alone. If um... because I I feel like it's just nothing but trouble, anyways. Nah, if I'm. I don't know. I don't fucking know. If I'm single, it's different. If I'm single, I'm messing with other single people. I'm not looking for... I mean, if he flirts with me and I don't know, like, that's a different thing. But once I know, like, nah, I'm good. That's nothing nothing but drama. I'm good. I don't... No, no. Said, if you go hide your girl, you go hide me, and or if your girl find out about me, you I don't need her coming to me as a woman. <laughs> That's Last woman, I knew you had a man. But after at that point, I stopped giving a fuck. Like, would you tell? Would you tell the other woman? Like, if you were if you were dating a guy, and well, not even dating because you're the you're the side. Like, you're not even dating. You know your role. So if you're dating, if you're talking to a guy and you find out he has another woman, are you going to message the other woman and say, hey, you know, I've been talking to your guy? No. Okay. No, I'm probably not going to do that. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but I'll probably stop talking to that man. I feel it. It's just, I don't know. It's It's all about respect to me. Now, I don't go around... I'm not going around looking for people's man with my binoculars or nothing like that. But, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying like, how many side chick stories have you heard? And it's like, oh, I got my side chick pregnant. But and the side chick is mad because now she's pregnant with a child and he's not going to leave his wife or whatever. And it's like, that's that's something different. Like if you if you're a side chick and you know good and good and well and you know, he's putting hot sauce on your burrito. 
That's something totally different, like, sis. Come on. I feel that. Yeah. How did we get here? (laughs) Let's move on. So, what are we talking about today? Okay, so we are talking about disrespect and how standing up for yourself is deemed kind of disrespectful in the brown community. Um, what do you think is disrespectful to you? Um, to me, disrespect is like putting me down, um, comparing me to, comparing how I move to other people's movements. Yeah, I'm pretty cut clean, just making me feel bad about myself. Um, and not, well, getting loud. I don't like people getting loud with me. I don't get loud with people, but my tone matches tones these days, so you know, getting spicy if you want to, if you will. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think disrespect is like you're just mean and impolite, like you. You go. I don't know how. It's hard to explain, but it's just like, I guess you you just did right, cut and dry. So I don't know. I kind of like that too. Oh, thanks. Sure. Um, I think it's disrespectful to say something, like commit to something, knowing you probably won't do it. Mm. Um, so, like, and then making, making one of us look bad, or, I think that's kind of disrespectful. Um, I think it's disrespectful to, like, um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that's disrespectful. Uh It's just, yeah. So, at what age... In your life, did you feel it was appropriate to express your feelings when you felt disrespected to anybody? Um, Especially elders, because we're taught in the brown community, not don't disrespect your elder or, you know, shut up uh, when grown folks talking, all that stuff. I think, and that's what I think is, like, a big problem in the brown community in a lot of communities today is, like, we weren't able to express ourselves. We always had to hold it in and, quote, unquote, be polite and respectful of other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, like I said, like, we tell them to, we tell people from a young age to express themselves but then we also tell them what to say, how to act, how to feel, what to feel. Like if they cry and then they bruise their knee, we're quick to say, oh, that didn't hurt. Stop crying. But 
they might have really legit been hurt. Like, but we're like, no, stop crying. Or if you get a whooping, they're like, okay, suck it up and stop crying. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. So it's like, maybe we don't know when it's appropriate or to express ourselves. Or when we we just try and hold it all in, like, I mean, this generation now, I think, is more outspoken, but I think in our generation and the generations before us, we had to bite our tongue, and it don't matter what age you are. If they're older than you, you bite your tongue. Yeah, when I asked you, uh, when I said, shut up when grown folks talking... I started thinking to myself, am I grown folks now? Because I'm... <laughs> Man! <laughs> I don't know when... <laughs> when I'm going to that age. I'm the oldest at the end of the room. <laughs> Anybody under us, we can say that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to start saying it, though. For real. Yeah, if, in a, in an age group like of everyone who's twenties in their twenties and maybe early thirties, like we can pull it. But if you try to pull that on your like people your grandma age, yeah, it might not fly. Oh no, I'm like I'm not trying to get smacked up. Man, what? But really, I um, I don't, I don't think I don't know if there's necessarily an age like we just said, but. I can't describe it. It's just, you. it's like, you know what? No, I'm not going to take this anymore. And by all means, when you feel, when you feel the need to speak up and stand out for your, stand up for yourself, it should never come off. Disres- it shouldn't come off disrespectful to your elders. It shouldn't, you shouldn't sound like, I'm not going to say, you know, F-U-B and all this stuff like that. I'm not doing that. But it should be, I call it the Claire Huxtable clapback. You remember, uh, you know, you? yeah, it should be that clean and it should yeah. sound professional. Like when you type an email, what you said and get your point across. That's all. It's not, it's like, you still want to say what you need to say, but you want to say it in a manner that's not offensive, I guess you can say, like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, I get a a big part of it. Yeah, that's perfect. But, so we just don't know what age we feel comfortable saying it? I honestly don't. I mean, like I said, like, Generations now is becoming more accepted where it's like these people, these kids are outspoken. They're going to speak, talk back. No, they're beating people. They're beating up people. Like, like, I think between voicing your opinions and how you feel, not beating people up, but that's more accepted in this in these days now than when we were growing up. Did you see that that uh video on the shade room where that boy this uh this older brown teacher was teaching and he got up and pulled her wig off? 
No. Oh my gosh. Like, that hurt my heart. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to bring that up. But it, it made me mad. We, it's bad. Like, it is. And there's ways, like we we're saying, there are ways to get your point across, let somebody know, hey, you know, this is what it's not going to be. And we're going to be fine at the end of the day. It's not taking your respect back is not cussing out older yeah. people, people who paid the way for you. Um, yeah. So speaking of taking back your respect, why do you think respect is such a big thing in the brown community? Um, I think it's really important Because I don't I don't know why this is a big thing. Like hmm. what do you think? Okay, so I thought about it a little bit and my my thought was that it's back to if you think about it we never really had any respect here. So the only place to get the respect stems from the household. Mm. And then, you know, you had the, so they, they, what they do, they, um, they march and they set these counters that are Caucasian only and, these water fountains, they're integrating schools. And you have the audacity to be F you and, you know, you ain't nothing and you're going to respect me. Yeah. You who've done, who has done nothing. And the reason that you have the, have what you have, sort of say, is because of what I did. Yeah, you're going to give me some respect. And I think that's, I, in my opinion, I think that's what it boils down to. I can feel all of that. Yeah. Um, I definitely think everyone should, if you can't give them, if you can't give them anything else, respect as being as a human being, like, at least give them that. Because there's so many times where I'm just wondering, like, one, we, we take lives and or we'll just put them in these inhumane conditions and it's like, they're still people. Well, we don't care as long as we can make a dollar. I was, ta- I was talking yesterday and um, the zoo out here, they welcome two new baby jaguars and they're like, oh, <laughs> you know, the jaguars, and they're the first boy jaguars to be born. And, and then I sat there and I thought, you know, they're being born into animal jail, not being in their natural habitat. Dang. And I just lost train of thought as to what that had to do with what you just said. I am so sorry. Because <laughs> I had a point to tie that into what you were talking about. Uh, it's cool. Uh, no, it's not cool. I literally just forgot. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be so good. And then it's just so bad. It's cool. You can come back to it. Okay, sorry. Good. Uh, uh, 
Do you think it's possible to demand respect without being disrespectful? Or state your opinion or how you feel? Um, I think it is possible. It's all in the presentation. If you can back something up with that. Versus um, raw feeling. I think it holds more weight. Um, yeah, so it, it garners more respect. I think when you say something, if you say it in the right manner, like I said, you know, being tactful with it, it'll get you what you're looking for. Maybe not right away, but it'll get you what you're looking for. I um I've been working when I'm talking to people or trying to at least you, like the whole you make me feel like this because or when you do this I feel like this because mm-hmm. and I think that's better than just if you can do that in a nice calm way instead of just lashing out then yeah. yeah. You can get you can get what you're looking for. It's just the way you, you go about it. It really is. Right. How you feel about Absolutely. that? Uh I definitely think there are ways, like you said, to state your opinion without being disrespectful. Like I can definitely just like like you said, how you would send the email at work, you're not gonna be all crazy in your email at work. You're gonna <laughs> get them together very nicely and politely. Um, and it's the same thing with talking to anybody. I think like there's a nice way to let them know that you don't, you're not finna go there with me, but we not finna get petty. We gonna say like, like I'm like I'm gonna say what I need to say, and if you have a rebuttal, we can hash this out. But we gonna do it in a calm and respectful manner. Yeah, and that's all it has. That's really all it has to be. And me as the as the elder that I am these days, um, you would get more out of me talking to me like you have some sense versus us having a screaming match and cussing each other out. Right. Um, can we take a quick break? Okay, we're back. <laughs> okay. Um, are you good? I'm good. Okay, sorry. And I guess we can kind of wrap it up. Um, do you think that age defines intelligence? And well, I guess we kind of already said like how you can say what you need to say or feel without being disrespectful. Oh, no, so wait, you- wait. No, that's a good question because there's this guy on Facebook. It's a little 13-year-old kid. His name is like King not Nara or have you heard of him? He does motivational. Uh, on Instagram, he's King Na and they call him the youngest motivational speaker. And he's 13, and he posted something about, like, um, 
you know, when you quit, when you quit, remember why you started and keep working. And people like grown people were clowning him talking about you're only 13. You have no idea about life. (laughs) You know, you don't know nothing. Wait till you get some bills to pay and then talk. And I thought that was just so messed up. Here's this little 13 year old boy telling people, hey, you know, you can do it trying to be a, a pusher. And we clowned him. But I, as I said at work and, th- and thought about this, I kind of got a little mad myself. I don't think, I don't think intelligence should be defined by age. Or don't. I I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, there um, there are kid prodigies that are a lot smarter than majority of the world so yeah come on it is people need to be nicer right so, i definitely agree i don't think just because you're older you should be right right yeah hear that brown community just because you're older doesn't make you right <laughs> and a word to the you know we got to change with the times Everything isn't like it was when you were growing up and just like it wasn't the same as when you were growing up and your parents were growing up. And I'm talking about generational. So we got to, we in the Brown community have to remember to change with the times. We can't base everything off of what you did when you were a kid or what you did when you were my age. Right. Because if we continue to, well, yeah, if we continue to do that, we're doing nothing but repeating the cycle. Like, I love seeing older people getting, I guess, Instagram famous or social media famous in general because they're moving with the times. You have to. But do you have anything to wrap it up? Oh, you're sick of me already? <laughs> it's cool. Never. It's cool. No. Um Didn't we have didn't we have anything else? What about are there the times are there times that you should bite the bullet and take the disrespect? Versus speaking your mind. Oh, my bad. Uh, I think there are times you should bite the bullet and take the disrespect. Um, when? Sometimes I think, like, in certain settings, it's just, like, I think when it's gonna benefit you none to try and demand respect from someone like if you know that you're not gonna get somewhere with someone and they're just gonna keep being disrespectful I'm not even gonna waste my breath mm. I feel I'll that. just let you I'll just let you have it yeah and sometimes it, it's like that but that's with human interaction too well, not all human interactions, but no, I guess it could be 
like sometimes you have to pick your battles is what they say yeah that makes sense I can agree with that yeah um do you, do you think there's any other times um huh. no I I don't know I I did think about this one too what I don't know if it if it would count I was thinking about times where it could be more harm for you than good for you like can get you in trouble because you know disrespect yeah it happens in our community but it's not everybody who uses um, profanity and uses certain racial slurs just because they're brown it's not always universally accepted and I had this conversation before so like if I saw someone who was if I was in a group of people who was Hispanic and I'm hanging out with uh, people who are black now we're all brown people technically but I I thought about how it feel if they used um, the n-word around me so is it disrespectful to me yes it is because I'm, you know, I'm black and you're not, that type of thing. But it was like, um, so, yeah, it's disrespectful, but am I, am I about to fight over it and risk going to jail or risk one of us seriously hurting each other? Right. So, and it's still not a question I can necessarily answer I'm sure I would say something I've never been in a situation like this and I'm positive I would say something like you know hey this is offensive to me but even still I don't know because if you say something and they get they want to get buck with you your natural reaction is going to be to want to you know Right. fight um, that might be a time I think I would bite the bullet and let it go but I would definitely have a word with my friends like my my. if I was around black people like hey you know what's up what's up with your man like what's he got going on what do you what do you think about something like that because that's the only other time I could think of me saying you know what I don't know about this and letting it and I was just trying to think because I was going to say like what about at work like if you (laughs) felt (laughs) (laughs) like if you're in the team meeting and you got your bosses your bosses bosses the whole team and they flick say something that seems disrespectful to you are you going to call it out no I'm going to get paid (laughs) (laughs) what you said <laughs> Bite the bullet. <laughs> oh man, I feel you. No, seriously. Um, I'm I'm dead serious about that. 
That's, oh, okay. Pull out my phone, start recording. <laughs> What'd you say? Right. Um. But yeah, that's the only time I could think of. And I think I would be more hurt than anything even though I'm going to sue and get, and get a lot of money and probably never have to work again in my life, I'm, I would be more hurt because when you think about the people that you work around, your coworkers, and they're nice to you and they're, you know, smiling in your face, all that stuff. I would want my coworkers to have enough respect for me than to use that in front of me, especially, um, and I'm sure we'll touch on this in another episode, but working in quote unquote corporate America and you're one of, you know, you're probably one of few brown people there and you say something like that. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to fight you, but nah, fuck it. I'm just going to get paid. The only person I'll be talking to is news channel too. <laughs> I feel you. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so this is R E S P E C T. Uh, I'll give it to you if you give it to me. Do you have any? <laughs> do you have any uh closing words? Uh, I like the way you said that. <laughs> um. So this has been another episode of the Basically Brown podcast. Feel free to find us on Instagram, Basically Brown Podcast, and also Twitter at Basically Too Brown. If you have any brown bosses, comments, questions, feedback, be sure to also email us at the Basically Brown Podcast at gmail.com. And we look forward to talking to you next week. I guess we out. We out.